This is CQ Roll Call Policy Briefs, the latest in policy news from the CQ Roll Call Newsroom. I'm Rachel Oswald, and I cover foreign policy on Capitol Hill. Today, I thought I would talk about what happened in the House Foreign Affairs Committee yesterday under the leadership of the uh, recently elected Chairman Gregory Meeks, Democrat of New York, the committee, in its first markup of the 117th Congress by a wide bipartisan voice vote, advanced a authorization measure for the State Department for the uh, fiscal year 2021. The reason this is notable is because it's been almost two decades since Congress cleared a comprehensive authorization bill for our foreign policy programs. There are a variety of reasons why this has become difficult for lawmakers to do. The result has been that in the absence of a regular annual State Department authorization measure, the House Foreign Affairs Committee and their counterpart in the Senate have effectively ceded a lot of influence and power to the Armed Services Panel and the Appropriations Subcommittees that approve foreign aid funding. And good government experts will say this is problematic because the expertise for foreign policy oversight does lie with the foreign affairs panels and not with the military oversight panels or the appropriators. But the reasons it's been really hard for lawmakers to get a bill passed is because there has been a tendency among both Democrats and Republicans to want to attach uh, really divisive uh, measures to the foreign policy authorization bill. Some of them can be very popular. They can be related to uh, military operations in the Middle East that have support among liberals, or they can be things that are really popular among Republicans, like forbidding foreign aid funding for going to foreign uh, NGOs that provide abortion-related services. We've seen multiple attempts to pass authorization measures sink because they had too many divisive policy provisions when they passed the House, which means they're not going to clear uh, the 60-vote norm needed to avoid a filibuster in the Senate. So this tendency for committee chairs to allow the attachment of divisive policy provisions into the bill has tanked a couple of bills. Actually, lawmakers got really close in December of last year when they had an agreement by the leaders of the Foreign Affairs Committee in the Senate and the House, as well as the Republican and Senate leadership in the House and the Senate to pass a bill that would make a number of bureaucratic personnel changes to the State Department. But then when former White House senior advisor Ivanka Trump tried to attach a provision that would enshrine one of her signature economic development programs for women in the developing world, it all tanked because uh, anti-abortion groups wanted to attach some uh, language that would make it difficult to provide reproductive health services to women in the developing world. And when Democrats would not allow that language, Ivanka Trump insisted that the legislation not be passed in the Congress in December. And so for that reason, it didn't happen last year. What has happened now is that Chairman Meeks, with the support of original bill co-sponsor Michael McCall, who is the ranking Republican on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, they essentially took what was going to be the bill last year and passed it through the committee with a couple of changes. There were a number of provisions attached to the bill that fulfill Democratic um, goals of increasing diversity and inclusion in the State Department, things like requiring the State Department to uh, transition in two years to only offering paid internship positions, 
a requirement for a report that provides demographic data about who works for the State Department and the Foreign Service, the Civil Service, and as contractors. So we'll see if the third time is going to be the charm. Reasons for optimism are that this really is a bill that was this close to being cleared in the former Congress. It has the support of a significant number of Republicans, including almost all of the Republicans on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And you do have unified Democratic government in Congress. So there is nothing that would prohibit Senate Majority Leader uh, Charles Schumer from scheduling a floor vote for this bill, assuming it passes the House, which I do believe is likely. 